You know, one day this intro won't be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start out with cheers. Ah, yes. Cheers. <laughs> oh, that's going to sound nice, I think. <laughs> so today we have mimosas because it's uh, literally the middle of the day. Yes. And we figured that was acceptable, right? Yes. And when we got together, it was technically the morning. So we were like, let's do mimosas. Uh, well, first of all, everyone, <laughs> if you don't know what you're listening to, if you've somehow gone into this blindly, um, you were listening to Planes, Trains, and Wine Stains. I'm Melissa. And I'm Kelly. And we welcome you here today. And please, crack open a bottle of wine with us. <laughs> yeah, we figured we wouldn't uh, pop the cork on mic this time, mm-hmm. since uh, in an earlier episode, we nearly <laughs> burned everyone's ears with the sound of a cork. So Yes. Um, so we technically cheated as well because we're having mimosas, but technically we're not drinking champagne with it uh, because, A, champagne is way more expensive <laughs> than what I bought, which was Prosecco. But it's essentially, I mean, I hate to say that because it's technically not the same thing because champagne only comes from Champagne, France, but it's a sparkling wine. So, It'll do. Yeah. We're not picky. <laughs> yes. So it was either spend $15 for a bottle of Prosecco that I know is good Prosecco or spend 30 or $50 on a bottle of champagne that I just didn't know if it was going to be good or not. So I was like, I'll just be cheap. Either way, we're satisfied. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> so obviously it's the morning, but we're the theme of today's podcast or the place that we're talking about is also celebratory because we're going to be taking you guys on our trip to New Orleans. And not only is New Orleans a big party town, but we went because my brother got married there last year. Literally like a year ago. Happy anniversary, Johnny and Emma. Johnny and Emma, Gemma, happy anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, this is one of the podcasts that I've looked forward to sorry there was a bug <laughs> it's nice out so we have the door cracked yes there will be bugs um so uh this is one that i've been looking forward to because it was the first time that we ever truly ran into like a traveling almost disaster yeah we've had some really great luck for all the places we've been yes and 2018 really uh threw us for a loop we were like oh, we are going to get some things along the way that like we have to figure out and stay cool, calm, and collected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll, we'll – we're not going to necessarily go in order, but we'll just start from the beginning for now, and then we'll just see where the see where the journey takes us, if you will. Yeah. And this was like the biggest road bump of the whole trip. Yes. Um, it, so I guess we'll start with, so it's April here, mm-hmm. um, and we're on the east coast of the U.S. of A. Um, so the weather is unpredictable in springtime. Yes. Um, literally, I was looking back through my pictures, and a few days prior to our flight, it had snowed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet the day of our flight, it was thunderstorming. So very unpredictable. Yes. So uh, we were getting ready. Our flight was around 1 or one fifteen originally. And so in sometime that morning, I had gotten a text from Southwest that said, hey, you know, your flight's been pushed back. And my the rest of my family had already they were pretty much in New Orleans at this time because they had left early in the morning. But I told Kelly, I was like, I just want to do an afternoon flight. I don't want to be rushing in the morning because I'm a. And if you know us, like we never take afternoon flights. Right. We're always the early people so we can like get to our destination, enjoy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, this one time <laughs> we'll take an afternoon flight. Yeah. So, uh, and I kept getting more and more text messages. And I think the one of the last ones that I had gotten said, oh, like your flight's been pushed back to like 530 or six. So I was over at Kelly's, like I had all my stuff because um, I was driving us. And I was like, well, like, why don't we just go get some lunch? Because we've got plenty of time. Our flight's not till 5.30 or 6 or whatever. It's not until the evening. So we'll kind of start heading that way, but we'll stop and get lunch somewhere. Mind you, like, this time had been pushed up and back multiple times. We kept checking the app and things kept changing. 
And I will let the record show that my dad did tell us to just head to the airport. <laughs> because he he was very adamant that uh, anything could happen. We yeah. might as well just get to the yeah. airport. Well, so we thought we were being smart. Because we said, okay, well, we'll head that way. But we'll stop and get lunch somewhere. Yeah, well, brunch, we, if you will. Yeah. Well, we ended up stopping maybe 15 minutes away from the house. And not even. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know why, but we were, I was driving and I saw Bob Evans and I was just, I just thought that's, that's what I need right now. That's the ticket. (laughs) So we go to Bob Evans, we're sitting down, we order our food. I'm not even fucking kidding you. She literally brought us, our lovely waitress, brought us our food, sat it down in front of us. I maybe had two bites. I just so happened to look at my phone at that moment, and Southwest had texted us, and they said, oh, your flight's been pushed back to your original time, which was like 1, 1.15. So we, so I instantly And it's go, like noon yes, at this point. Yes. And it takes us, um... I would say 45 minutes. Yeah, 30 to 45 minutes to get to the airport from where we are. <clears throat> Mind you, we were also having to valet park the car, or we hadn't planned on valet parking the right. car, but we needed to park the car. <laughs> right, so we were we were going to park and at, at a, it wasn't even the airport's parking lot, it was a, another like third party company that then shuttles you over. So <clears throat> I instantly start panicking, and we... Uh, we just found our waitress and said, we, we just have to go. So they I had to, the... like, go into the kitchen and get her. Yes. <laughs> she was in the kitchen of Bob Evans. Yes. And I was like, hey, girl, here's the story. <laughs> and she was like, not a problem. Biscuits and gravy to go. Got you. And I was like, you're amazing. So I am frantically driving. And this is, like, a major role reversal, I think, normally for us. Because, in general, I think Kelly would be panicking at this point. But I, like, she's just kind of laughing. Y'all, I'm usually type A. I'm a Virgo. Like, (laughs) I'm on time. I'm organized. This was everything that I am usually not. Yeah. But for some reason, I found my calm. I found my inner peace. Yeah. Well, she's (laughs) laughing, and I am just in full-on panic mode. I mean, I can't even remember the last time that I was that anxious before. So we get to the airport parking place. Uh, We end up valeting because I was like, I'm not wasting time parking. We get on the shuttle and literally (laughs) this woman (laughs) who was sitting there with us, uh, we explained to her the situation and she was like, you're not going to make your flight. She literally said that to "Mm, us. You're not going to make it. (laughs) Yeah. So, well, and here's the other problem too, is that we still had to check our bags. Oh, right. Yeah. So this is when, so when we get to... When we get to the line, and there wasn't even a super long line, but it was enough of a line to make us that much more nervous. So, Kelly, that's when I see, like, Kelly is starting to panic. Because I think at this point, it hit me that we had 15 minutes to get on Mm -hmm. the plane. Mm -hmm. Like, not to, like, get to our gate or whatever, to get on the plane before it will fly away without us. Yes. And so, we are checking our bags together, and the... Rep, the rep, the Southwest rep, whoever, I, I don't know what they're called, but she was working behind. She was checking bags. Yeah. We said, we were like, you know, this is our flight. And she said, you best run like you've never run in your life. Yeah, I was like, oh, maybe she'll call up, like hold the plane, yeah. like whatever. No, she was like, you better run like you've never run before. And I was like, oh, shit. Well, luckily, Kelly has TSA pre-check. Yeah, I knew I would probably get on the plane. I just wasn't so sure that Melissa was going to be there with me. Oh, my God. So we run to security. First of all, I had to throw away some perfectly good biscuits and gravy. Yes. So sad. Yes. But I get through security no problem, and I just, like, am running to the gate. Like, my calves are tightening up because I'm running so much through the airport. Like, this is full Home Alone status. Yes. I have no idea where Melissa is. I get to the gate. I'm sweating, and I actually catch, uh, so I pay for early bird, if you know Southwest, I pay to get on the flight early so I can get my seat, aisle seat for life. Um, I get on the plane at my scheduled time. Like, they haven't even boarded everybody. And I think maybe that was because of all the time changes and everything like that. So I'm, I'm like, sweaty, but I'm on it. And then, where's Melissa? We don't know. Yeah, so I am running, like... It's, I don't know, I I just, 
I literally, yes, it was like the same situation where I was just sweating profusely. And at this point, I was not really working out in my life. So, uh, but I, because of course, you know, I took off my shoes and then I have to waste time putting my shoes on. But yes, I was running as fast as I humanly could. And I somehow made it where they had just finished boarding group A, which again, if you know Southwest, it's, they divide a couple of different ways, but it's essentially group A, group B, and group C. And pretty much if you're group C, you're going to get a middle seat. It's it's pick your own seat when you get on the flight. You can't right. pick it ahead of time. Right. So that's our, our one travel tip is if you like a certain seat and you don't want the middle seat, go ahead and get early bird. It's always worth it for us. Yeah. Uh, except for when you're running late to your flight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, somehow we, we made it and we even ended up sitting next to each other. Yeah. It was amazing. Crazy. And... I even, Someone was definitely like on our side that day because oh there's no way this should have worked out. My guardian angel was just like helping me fly through that airport because <laughs> there's I don't even know how I was able to run that fast. <laughs> she, oh he was God. like, let me just hook you up with some wings. Here you go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But so that that started out the trip. And so it was stressful, to say the least, because we were thinking about, OK, if because I had even called Southwest and I had said, you know, if we end up missing our flight, what's the situation? Because we had a layover in Atlanta. And he said, well, you know, they probably wouldn't have any flights from Atlanta to uh, New Orleans at that point. And so we were like, okay, well, do we rent a car and then drive? Yeah, I forgot we were thinking of driving from Atlanta. (laughs) Or do we just stay in Atlanta and then get there the next day? And I was a little, I was a little upset. I was not nearly as stressed out as Colorado, and we'll get to that. That was, I mean, that was the worst. But another episode. Yeah, (laughs) but I really wanted to get there. I was super excited, and again, it was my brother's wedding, so I was, which Colorado was also my other brother's wedding. But 2018 was the year of weddings, y'all. Like, let me just tell you. Yeah, for real. So, uh, so anyways, so but we finally get there, and. It could not have been a more New Orleans experience from the get-go because you get to, or at least when we got to get our, or got to the area for luggage, there was already a full-on jazz band in yeah. that part of the airport just playing music. It was awesome. I was like, this is kind of like what you picture when you mm-hmm. land in New Orleans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that jazz band would just be walking through the airport, <laughs> greeting you, mm-hmm. welcoming you. It was a very strange airport as well. Um we were like, oh, this is it. It's so tiny. It's so small. Yeah, it was really small. So that's one thing that you can kind of expect. Um, then we went to our first hotel. Yes. Let's get into that. Yes. So we <laughs> stayed at two different hotels. So I had somehow managed to find a really good deal. I think it was on Kayak or maybe it was Hotel Tonight. No, it must have been Kayak because I think I booked it out pretty far in advance. But I found this really good deal for the... Uh, Crown Plaza? Yeah, Crown Plaza, which is, like, right off of Bourbon Street. It's off of... Uh, there's this, like, main drag in downtown New Orleans where, like, the trolleys are and everything. Do you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So it was technically on that, but it was only... You only had to walk about a block over to get to Bourbon Street. What was really funny, our Lyft driver... She picked us up and was driving us, and she was, like, super great and amazing. But she was like, oh, I never go into, like, French Quarter if I can help it. So it was totally, like, from the get-go we knew the locals don't really mess around with with French Quarter. It's all for tourists. But uh, Or at least, I think, like, Bourbon Street. Yeah, Bourbon Street. Yeah. Yeah. She was just kind of like, oh, I never come down here if I can help it. Yeah. Traffic was, like, already starting to build and everything, so... It was pretty interesting. Yeah, but the hotel was super nice. Uh, oh, my gosh. And we yeah. only stayed there for one night, but it was totally worth it. I think I maybe paid 80 bucks That's for that amazing. room. I Melissa know. and I love a good hotel room. Yes. Um, like, yes. We will fully just, like, chill in the hotel no matter where <laughs> we, we travel. It's just a luxury. So we, we always kind of try to spring for something semi-nice. Yeah. I think because we're both at a certain age that we no longer are, like cool with sleeping on a couch or like sleeping on the floor or whatever so we usually splurge just a little bit but like 80 bucks for that hotel was amazing i know it was awesome and yeah the but the hotel was super nice 
And, but we ended up that night, we, even though we, I think we were both pretty tired. It was a taxing day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. Because we probably got in in the evening too. Yeah. I I mean, so after the whole morning we had just had, or like early afternoon and then two flights later, you know, we were just like pretty beat. Yeah. Flying always takes it out of you as well for some reason. Yeah. And you know, you know, I'm sure a lot of you people can relate that it's like the worst for your skincare routine because suddenly your face is like the driest it's ever been. Oh my God. And I, I am a, my, I have a very rigorous skincare routine. And so I hate how my face feels (laughs) after an airplane ride. I hate it. We should do, like, a whole episode on, like, tips and tricks in the airplane yes. of, like, how to keep your skin moist. Oh, my gosh. I'm the new Jonathan Van Ness guys. Yes. Which we'll get into that, too. But um, even gave you permission. <laughs> um, so, anyway, so we ended up hitting up Bourbon Street that same night. We did not – we pretty much went to just, like, where all the, like, chaos started. We did not really go very far. But we were in it. Like, our hotel was – smack dab yeah on bourbon street basically it was maybe like a two block walk Mm -hmm. and so we literally went into the first place that we saw because we were also really hungry and we got pizza i know the most like new orleans like thing you can get (laughs) but we each got a slice of pizza and then we got one of those like frozen because like all of the different there are tons of places on bourbon street that do like the different frozen drinks yeah, it's basically like slushy machines yes. on a wall, and you pick your flavor. Yes. And so we each got one of those. I think we walked into Bourbon Street a little bit, but we didn't go very far. I love it because it's open carry, yes. so you can just like grab your drink and go. You don't have to stay at any one bar. Yeah. Also, to note that pizza was like cafeteria pizza, but it hit the spot in a yes. weird way. It was so good. <laughs> yes, it was it, yeah, it was perfect. Like where the crusts like taste like cardboard. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean that and a uh what did I get? Pina colada yes. off of a wall of slushies. Yes. Yeah, I mean it you was, can't beat it. Yeah, it was amazing. So we did that and then we went back and I think we pretty much just went to bed like I don't know about you, but like that ten minutes we spent on Bourbon Street that one night, like overwhelmed me a little yes. bit and I was like maybe it's because I'm very tired <laughs> yeah I think it's also just between that and just we're just getting to that point in our life where I think you and I we're not like the biggest partiers sure anymore. not anymore not yeah. not a, not on the level that Bourbon Street is you know I don't know if I've ever been on the level that Bourbon Street no. is maybe when I was like 21 <laughs> I know I know for that year yeah and exactly. then after that I was a little over it <laughs> So we did that, and then, so that was the first hotel we stayed at, and then we stayed at this other hotel that was in, I guess it's considered the business district. Uh, It's definitely, like, more up-and-coming. Yes. Hipster. Yes, very. It was very clear. Yes. It was very (laughs) clear the demographic that they're going for, which... Quite frankly, we hit that demographic, so we were kind of into it. It was right up our gentrified alley. (laughs) Um, But not that we're okay with gentrification, but... uh, No, but it was cool. It was very Instagrammable. Yes. And, but the hotel itself... Yes. The hotel itself, Cambria. Cambria, I think it's Hotel and Suites, or it's just Cambria Hotel. But it was really cool. A lot of, like, the exposed um, brickwork, kind of that industrial style... Our room was mostly concrete, and Mm -hmm. it had this amazing wallpaper that looked like... Florida Lee? Yeah, Florida Lee's, I guess. But if you looked closer, it was skulls. Yeah, it was awesome. whoa. Yeah, it was really (laughs) cool. And and it was the first hotel I've been in that they had Netflix on their TV. Oh, heck yeah. That was amazing. We didn't even have to, like... Sometimes I bring a HDMI to Lightning, if you Mm -hmm. have an iPhone or iPad, uh, that's my little hotel hack, so we can <laughs> stream whatever we want. Um, but they had it right on the TV. Yeah. You could log in with your Netflix. And, and it would, like, automatically yeah. sign you out after a certain amount of time. Exactly. So in case you forgot, which was really nice. But that's where, so Queer Eye, the first season of Queer Eye had just come out. Yeah, while of the we were Netflix down Queer Eye. Yeah. And so we ended up spending <laughs> so much time watching that show. It was like... It's such a wedding-packed week yes. that 
anytime we had downtime, we had already gone out with the wedding party to go and do and see. Yeah. So by the time we had our free time, we just wanted to chill. And like we said before, we love a good hotel room. Yes. So, I mean, every free minute was Queer Eye. And we yeah. were like, do not watch it without me. Like, Melissa had to do some, like, bridesmaid stuff without me. And she was like, girl, if you watch an episode without me, I would yes. be so mad. Oh, uh, we cried so much. I think oh, I yeah. cried probably every episode from season one yeah season one was a tearjerker oh for sure. my gosh and uh we ordered uh, we ordered delivery or we'd order room service and yeah. we would just sit in there it was we'd like get drinks at the hotel bar yes. and bring them back to the room yes. like i was very into the local whiskey that they had down there so good yeah it was so fun and we had like honestly it was New Orleans was one of my favorite trips. Absolutely. For, for, sure. for sure. Also, like, obviously, like, for what New Orleans had to offer. But also, I think I just had so much fun. Like, we were discovering this show together. And we, yeah. we were able to connect on, like, over that. And the food was amazing, obviously. Um, but, yeah, so we <laughs> so we stayed in Ca- Cambria. 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 Sure. Um, uh, but, so, speaking of wedding duties so (laughs) um so uh well I guess just the wedding in general so Emma who is my my sister-in-law now so her family is from not New Orleans but technically there's a town across the lake uh I'm gonna do air quotes you can't see them but it's the lake yeah so I'm gonna get into this so when I was first planning this so I am like a big advocate of using public transportation when I go to a city because I, well, first of all, usually a lot of cities are going to have them anyways, and it's just a lot easier, it's cheaper, it's, like, more convenient, right? Like, if you go to New York, like, it's, I can understand, like, why you would Uber somewhere or whatever, but for the most part, like, you can we, use the we subway. We take the subway. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, so I was talking to her, and so that the hotel we stayed at, well, they had gotten a discount, you know, group discount for the wedding so we could stay there but she lived across the lake and she kept talking about being across the lake and I said oh you know do they have a ferry so I can like get across that way and then I can just maybe uber from the dock or whatever and then go there and she goes you know I don't think that they have boats anymore and she kept talking about it like really like in a way that I just didn't understand like it was going to be a bigger deal than I had thought I'm picturing like you could rent a canoe and (laughs) canoe across this lake like you're at a summer camp or something. Yes. So if any of you have been to New Orleans and you know what I'm talking about, you obviously understand how incorrect we were because literally when you drive across this bridge that's across this lake, I think it's 30 minutes on the bridge alone. I'm looking up uh, how long the bridge is. Yeah, it is wild. And driving on it at night is probably one of the scariest things I've ever done because they barely have any kind of like guardrails and apparently it's really common for people to get in car accidents and die do you know what it's called and I'm sorry to everybody that knows how to say this (laughs) Lake Pontchartrain Causeway sometimes only known as the causeway uh it's 23.8 miles yes so i had literally no idea and i guess emma thought that i just understood but i didn't (laughs) so it's not normal yeah yeah and so that was probably when i was writing out notes for things that we wanted to talk about i literally wrote down the fucking bridge because it was it was an ordeal to go across that bridge. You went across it many more times than I did. Yeah, because I had to go across it when I went, oh, well, well, so originally I had thought, oh, because we were all, obviously all the bridesmaids and, and Emma were going to get ready together at her house. So originally I thought, oh, well, I'll just like Uber over, or take a boat over in the morning. <laughs> well, no, that's like not. She's going to canoe over in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> With her bridesmaids we dress. were going over at maybe 7. So I probably would have had to leave by 6 a.m. So I ended up, my my parents were staying in like nearby the town or nearby where she lived over across the lake. So I ended up going over that night and staying the night, spending the night with them and then went over. Um, but yeah. 
I think that's like one thing that I would say is if for some reason you need to go across the lake, just understand that's not like, it's not a, oh, it's just a hop across the lake. No, no. It's so my first time over, we're, we're going back to just like chill at the house and we're driving and talking and and listening to music, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I lose track of time. And then I look out the window and I'm like, we are still on this bridge. Like I literally had no idea how long we had been on the same road on the same bridge like it was a little bit frightening (laughs) to be honest you're like wow if anything were to happen we're we're just out here we're out in the middle of this lake quote unquote it's like a sea yes it's the the ocean (laughs) um well and like because remember driving over it at night i mean it was like driving over the ocean it was just complete darkness black it was... We we Ubered back, which I don't I forget how much that Uber cost us. This poor woman, when she picked us up, I don't think she realized that we were going over the bridge because she was like, oh, I need to get gas Like if we're going over the bridge because yeah. she was like, she knew she'd be in for the long haul, which with all the, the weird stuff going on with Uber and Lyft, uh, my red flags were definitely going up a little bit with this woman. She was a little uh, rough around the edges and... Her car was also rough around the edges, but I have never had an Uber driver stop at like a convenience store, get out, leave you in the car. Yeah. Like it, it was, was like very being, strange. It was like being a little kid again when like mom or dad leaves the car and you're like, she's like, y'all want anything? And we're like, <laughs> oh no, yeah, we're good. Uh, meanwhile, I was like, I hope we're not paying for, for this stop at this convenience store. I know. Um, but yeah, we go across the bridge in the middle of the night and it is so dark. And she actually explained to us that they didn't have lights on the bridge so that they could actually fly over the bridge and monitor the speed yeah. of cars with like night vision. Yes. Oh my gosh. I totally forgot about Which that. Which I was like freaking out about. I'm like, are we being watched right now? <laughs> yeah. It was... But she was like, you definitely don't want to speed on this bridge because you will end up with the ticket. Yeah. It was wild. It was just wild. Um, I already hate bridges, like, as it is. So that was one of my, my worst nightmares. Yeah, so it's just, like, 30 minutes of just living in... And it's not a smooth panic. bridge. You're bumping. No. Yeah. <laughs> and and literally, like I said, uh, it's not it's not uncommon. Like, I was talking to some locals, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's not uncommon for people to die on that bridge. Like, they get in a car accident, and they fall off the side. Because I'm <laughs> telling you, there was barely even guardrails. Yeah. It was crazy. Something Southerners. must be done. <laughs> I know. Uh, but, so yeah, so, but it was totally, like, worth it in the sense that uh, going over to Emma and her family, they're such lovely people, you know, Southern has- hospitality is uh, such a real thing, and they even hosted, uh, they invited all of the friends and family and wedding guests over to I think it was her uncle's house technically yeah for a crawfish boil and it was so fun the food was so good we all learned like how to like I guess yeah I mean I am I am not a seafood person by Mm -hmm. any means but I'm one of those people that will continue to try it Mm -hmm. when it's offered Mm -hmm. and it's kind of when you're traveling, you just do what the locals do. That's always my my thing. Like when I was in Spain, I ate paella, even though it had seafood in it. You know, so ripping the head off of a crawfish and sucking its its brains out, I was gonna try it. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh so it was really fun. Um, it was actually good. I I would eat it again. Oh yeah, it was super delicious. And they have like fucking whole thing of corn on the cob like in it and oh, like potatoes yeah. and because it's the, all like, getting boiled together and... yeah and oh but yeah i mean the food was just so good and the beer is always good when melissa's brothers are involved so we had some some really good local like craft beers mm-hmm. and, and everything like that yeah. so that was delicious. shout out to johnny and anthony hey um <laughs> but yeah so that was really fun and <clears throat> They also, we also ended up doing, well, all of the, all of the women, so the moms, aunts, grandmother, all that for Emma's side of the family, and then all of her bridesmaids, we ended up doing a brunch at this place called Court of Two Sisters. Oh my gosh. Yeah. First of all, the place was fucking gorgeous because 
it was mostly outside, but they have like um, I what is that called lattice maybe that yeah. like hangs above you with like then, vines right and... and they had all the ivy and then they had a jazz band like a uh, I think it was like three or four piece like jazz band and there. this place is like historical yeah that's one thing I loved about New Orleans it, in America most things aren't historical in the way that um, Europe is historical right. but it kind of felt that way yeah being there everything had history and they didn't wipe away the history they like embraced it yeah so i would say that's one draw for for new orleans if if you've never been is if you love history yeah the one thing i did notice (laughs) while we were there which like i was like oh my gosh oh i know i know immediately what you're about to say well so they're like speaking of obviously like southern history Kelly's like cringing, <laughs> but it was very, very obvious that literally all of the customers were white and all of our servers were of color and it was very odd. Like it felt, it felt really strange and it's not, it's not like in Delaware, like I don't go to a place and it's like, Hey, you know, most of these people that are working in the kitchen are of color. But it was strange because it was literally like only people of color that were serving you. And it was only white people being served. I would say up north, it's more, we don't see that uh, as like a normal thing, I guess. It's just more integration. Yeah. So that was something that I noticed like very quickly. And I just thought, I was like, wow, this is very, it was just weird. Because I think knowing the history of the South, like, you can't not feel weirded out by that, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but, so that was just something I noticed. And but then, I only wonder if, like, we were the only ones that noticed. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, that's always possible. Like, I don't know. It, it was just, it was just kind of something that I was thinking about um, as we were sitting there and we all had our big hats on. But, <laughs> because they, Emma was like, oh, everyone has to wear a hat to brunch. So we were all sitting there with our big, like, sun hats. It was kind of fun. I did not come prepared. I was, in addition, I felt very thankful for their hospitality. I was just going along on this trip to see New Orleans. Mm -hmm. But the way that they included me, as if I had been a part of the plans the whole time, was fantastic. So that's kind of a testimony to that Southern hospitality, for sure. Yeah, Because that was a last-minute addition to, to all the activities, but... I was never made to feel like I was a burden, which yeah. was amazing. Yep. And Mrs. Elliot is always making sure, like, oh, do you have enough wine? That's Emma's mom. She's the cutest. We always had enough wine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so we did that, and then we walked around Jackson Square, which is where all of the, like, local artists put their artwork, and the, uh, what's the church called? St. Louis Cathedral. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, and that was, I think that was my favorite part of New Orleans for sure. Yeah, we had a local tour guide, as it were, yeah. you know, in Emma's mom and Emma. And um, <laughs> I, I keep vividly remembering walking through the streets. And whenever you walk through the streets of downtown New Orleans, it's always a party. There's just bands popping up everywhere, people yeah. dancing in the streets. Yes. It seems like out of a movie. But it's real. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> this one woman along with our group, uh, who they call Aunt Lisa, who I realized later wasn't an actual aunt, but just a close friend. Uh, she gets in this amazing fight with this guy who's like very conservative and he's there petitioning and all this stuff. And she's she's coming from a liberal standpoint and they're fighting in the streets <laughs> and arguing. Yeah. It was hilarious. She's yeah. a firecracker. Yeah, she really is. She was awesome. Like, and bright red hair, too. Bright red hair. Looked yeah. like Miss Frizzle. <laughs> like, oh, you know who she actually reminded me of? Um, if you watched Coven. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah, the redhead yeah. in Coven. That uh, is so true. It's pretty spot on. Aunt Lisa, if you're listening, Lisa, shout out to you. We got to make it out to L.A. to see Aunt Lisa. I know. We, we become yes. friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so we walked around Jackson um, uh, Jackson Square. Well, and I feel like we need to go back to Bourbon Street because we kind of talked a little bit about when we first went, but we haven't really talked about, like, our true experience there. And I feel like a lot of people – who are probably listening to this are like, okay, well, like, talk to us about Bourbon Street. Okay, this is my <laughs> my one. Uh, here's what I would say: Bourbon Street. I have been to, I mean, 
I've been to New York a lot. Bourbon Street was easily the dirtiest place I've ever been. Hands down. Easily. <laughs> it was disgusting. And because it was literally, I mean, we're not just talking about like, like literal trash. We're talking about trash of human beings. We're talking about. Feces. Yes. Like human it, feces. Yes. It was disgusting. And it's clear that everyone is there just to get wasted. But <laughs> on that note, that's where we had the bachelorette party. Which is why we were there. <laughs> yeah. Well, first we went to Pat O'Brien's, which Pat O'Brien's is pretty iconic down there. And I was so exhausted. I don't know why I was so tired that night, but um, but they well, had... we had done that was the night of the crawfish boil. Oh, that's right. Was so it? yeah, so we had already done uh, the crawfish boil. We loaded into Emma's dad's like right. suburban. Oh my gosh! Shout out to Emma's dad. What we good... always make Melissa sit bitch, so she was like straddling two bucket seats. <laughs> uh, that is so true. Uh, um, I just offer it up, and uh, out of love for everyone. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> But anyway, so Pat O'Brien's pretty iconic, and they're also really known for their hurricanes, right? Yeah, yes, the hurricane. Yeah. But like not was... normal hurricanes, gigantic. Yes, hurricanes. Which we they couldn't we couldn't get because we were in the dueling piano room, and they don't give you the big like wash base. Basin, That's one thing I like, noticed about um, bars in New Orleans versus bars up north. They have multiple rooms because there are houses yeah. that were converted into bars, saloons, yeah. restaurants, whatever. So there's multiple rooms in this bar, including like a backyard, which is very cool. Yeah. Yeah. And but so they couldn't get that. They just ordered the regular size of the hurricane. I did not like the hurricanes, though. It was very sweet. Yeah. I, I'm not like a big... I say this sitting here drinking mimosa, but I'm not like a big sweet drink person. This is like fruit punch to the max. Yeah, it was. No, 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 no. I also was not a huge fan, but we don't waste in this household. So <laughs> I drank it. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 if I don't like something, I'm okay with like just being like here. Someone else can I don't know if it. I told you this, but when I was a, a kid, I was allergic to red dye number 40 and <gasps> drinking no. that hurricane. I was very nervous that like, what if this came back to haunt me? I have not had like an issue with it the rest of my life basically when i was a kid it just happened really i break out in hives or whatever shout out to uh bop and berry punch high c <laughs> that's what got me um <laughs> so i was a little bit like in the back of my mind am i about to break out in hives on bourbon street <laughs> in louisiana Girl, but I, I survived wow we're all good yeah but so it was pretty nasty if you're really into sweet drinks you'll probably be into a hurricane but i did not like it at all but the Dueling Piano Bar was awesome. The two, well, they had a few. I Actually, I think we saw like four different people perform. Yeah, they would switch out the, the pianists. Yeah. Um, so that was a lot of fun. But then... Wait, we kept hearing, what was it? Was it Proud Mary? <laughs> we heard like five times. Yeah, it was something. It was weird. When they switched uh, people in the pianos, we were also getting like people coming and going inside of the piano bar. Yeah. And they kept requesting the same song. So we heard the same song like five times. Yeah. But we also heard it because we then moved from the piano bar to a karaoke bar. <laughs> and of course, that same song popped up. And I think it was Proud Mary, if I had to pick. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, so that karaoke bar we went to was called the Cat's Meow. Oh, I can't believe you remembered that. Oh, yeah. Because um, <laughs> it's such a great name. Cat's Meow, come on. And come on. Oh, girl, pull me up. Hit me up. <laughs> We're refilling for the cat's meow. And I need more orange juice, please. I think I got a little heavy-handed on yours. Well, you had more left in there. Um, But yeah, so it's called the cat's meow. It was super fun. Fun fact, it was also Emma's mom went there for her... I think I think it was there that she went there for her bachelorette as well. Oh, I had no idea. I'm, I That's like, really cute. I want to say, it was either there or somewhere else that we were going to go to, but I don't think we... That we ended up going. But I'm pretty sure it was Cat's Meow. But anyways, Cat's Meow was super fun. <laughs> super, su I definitely suggest it. It was such a good time. And we ended up, Emma was so dead set on us doing a karaoke song. So we ended up doing one of my favorite songs of yes. all time. Uh, shoot, I'm blanking the name. It was Whitney Houston. Uh-huh. I want to dance with somebody. Yes! That's... <laughs> So we have, like, also an I iconic story with that. 
<laughs> of like when we went out with work people. We're not going to get into that, but I like it holds some history for yes. us. <laughs> Everyone literally, I've never seen that song played somewhere and people didn't like collectively lose their minds. Exactly. Thank you, Whitney Houston. God bless you. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> and she laughs more. <laughs> um, but. So, yeah, so that was super fun. So we ended up doing that because they have a little stage set up. And so it was literally the whole bridal party and like a couple of people because it was Kelly. And this brilliant guy was the the MC. Yes. He was the real MVP of the night. He was. He like, he really did. He kept the party hopping. It was like going to a concert, I would say. It was so fun. Except for all the artists were really bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. There was some really bad karaoke happening. I mean, I'm not going to say that ours was any good because, well, there was like. I feel like I want to play an audio clip of that one guy. And I'm going to look for it while you continue to okay. talk. Well, because there was only a few microphones. So I think two of us had the mics. And then the rest of us were just screaming the lyrics at the top of our lungs. Um, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was... That was so fun. I, I would say... I was really surprised because I thought it was going to be trashy. But I enjoyed the type of people that were go- that were there. Just because the rest of Bourbon Street, like I said, is pretty, like, gross. So I can't find it because I think it was on Snapchat. <laughs> oh, no. But, um, but yeah, so that was, uh, it was too much fun. So I would say if you go to Bourbon Street, definitely go to Cast Me Out. Especially, you don't even have to be into karaoke, um, like, doing it because people were just dancing. Even they would if... also play songs, like, regular songs yeah, in between. that's true. That's true. One so... thing I will say... And I think it, it got me, like it always does. They were like, let's get shots. And I was into it, but I I was cautiously into it because everyone always wants to do tequila and Kelly doesn't do tequila. And of course, they were like, no, no, it's not tequila. Hands it to me. <laughs> Fucking tequila. Ah, uh, I could have killed somebody. <laughs> but again, but you were fine. We don't waste. So I did it anyway. Took it like a champ. And we moved on with our night. <laughs> yeah. So I would say, like, probably your some of your vision of Bourbon Street as, like, a big party place is accurate. Just understand how extreme it is. And you just have to be okay with how sticky and dirty everything is. Don't wear shoes that you love. Yes. Oh, my God, no. Don't even dress to impress. Mm-mm. No one's going to notice. Seriously. everyone. Wear is, what you want to wear. <laughs> yeah, everyone is far too wasted. I think we were actually overdressed because we had come from the crawfish boil, so we wanted to, like, look nice for that. So we were slightly overdressed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then we met up with the boys after the Mm -hmm. karaoke bar. Yep. That was a good time. Yeah. Wow. The boys. What a night. (laughs) What a night. (laughs) They also, in in our New York City comparison, all the club promoters are out in the streets mm-hmm. trying to get you to come to their various clubs and, uh-huh. you know, ladies get in free. Never go somewhere that ladies get in free. <laughs> That's my travel tip. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but anyway, so that was our experience with Bourbon Street. So we really, truly only did, like, one night in, at, on Bourbon Street. That's all I needed. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot. Yeah. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Um, that actually was not our last night on Bourbon Street, though. It wasn't? The night after the wedding, we went back to Bourbon Street, but we oh, weren't right. really at the typical bars. We actually went to a hotel bar. It was more of a jazz club. Like a true, genuine jazz club. Really it nice. Was there was... Um, dark as fuck. Yeah. Um, there was... Like, you could barely see anything, but there was an amazing jazz band there. Um, One thing to be careful of is that in order... To not just have people go in there and just listen to the music. They make you order at least one drink. So just go in expecting that. And the yeah. drinks are not cheap. Um, so when you have a a party of like 15 people. And wasn't it cash only? Because uh, that became. I don't think so. Or they wouldn't split the bill. We yeah. had a huge party and they wouldn't split yes, the bill or something right. like that. So that's someone right. wound up having to like cover it for everyone. Yeah. And that was stressful. Yeah. Yes. So, like, a $200 bar bill 
Yeah. And we all just had one drink each. (laughs) Yeah, but the jazz was amazing. If you are into jazz at all, which obviously if you are into jazz, you need to go to New Orleans at least once in your life. But it was really good. I was super impressed. Yeah, and I had actually, so this was called the Sinesta, and they're a resort brand. I had stayed there when I went to Hilton Head one time, and maybe we'll talk about that road trip at some point, but um, I would highly recommend any of the Sinesta hotels. From what I've seen at both of those places, Mm -hmm. they really do a good job like curating the hotel for like the area it's in the way we name drop hotels you would think that we're sponsored i mean one day (laughs) one day put it out in the universe that's right the secret yes so (laughs) so yeah so that's true so that was and i did really enjoy that so there's apparently another i know that they had talked to us about another jazz club that's like the jazz club in new orleans but it's really hard to get into i can't remember the name of it though I don't even remember yeah. them recommending. Yeah. It's like they don't have any kind of AC. I rem- I like mm. vaguely remember that. But Johnny and Emma you might have, have gone lost for him. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hate being hot. Well, and kind of like on, like I've been kind of picturing, like as we've talked about it, I've been picturing all these different places that we've gone to. And another thing that I would say too is if you're into architecture, which I, I enjoy reading about architecture. I don't know if you can say that architecture is a hobby because it's not like I build or design anything, but I'm, I really appreciate it. And I think that uh, I, I there's so many cool things about architecture, like how you can foster community depending on like what you are putting in a place, all those different things. Anyways, so New Orleans as well is obviously a place that's known for its architecture and its design. And it really is gorgeous mm-hmm. and it's you know it, it it encourages you to walk around and so I definitely suggest too if you're into jazz if you're in architecture definitely go to New Orleans at some point in your life even the place that Johnny and Emma ended up having their reception so they got married in the same church that Emma and her or her parents got married in which is adorable yeah speaking of architecture this church yeah. was amazing yeah it was huge it was gorgeous but the reception was in, I think it was technically an old library, but after Hur- Hurricane Katrina, it like all of the books and most of it got damaged on the inside. So they ended up, I guess, I don't know if someone else bought it. I'm, I'm assuming something like that. And they ended up creating just like a um, community space. Event space. Right, exactly. Yeah. So that was also, I mean, it's a really old building and it was gorgeous there too. And Just exposed brick everywhere. Yeah. And they ended up, um, they also put a museum. I think it was, I think it was in the top floor. By this point in the wedding reception, I can't remember if I went up or down to use the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they had a um, museum of, of various art and I think they even hung up children's artwork at one point in this right area so that was awesome that they did that for children yeah yeah but so that was it was a really beautiful spot and johnny and emma they did um a very traditional i can't remember what it's called I guess, second march yes second march something First like march. that so normally march. if you do <laughs> if you do you've probably seen clips of it if you've seen stuff of new orleans like documentaries or whatever but it's when, like, the wedding party goes out and they march down the streets and they have, like, umbrellas and stuff. But you need a permit to do that, and apparently it's really expensive. So it was cute because they ended up just doing it in the reception hall and everyone joined the in. The second line. Second line. Yeah. And so that was really fun, and that, that was another very New Orleans cultural experience, which it was so nice to have. It was nice that it, it wasn't just a destination wedding in the sense of, like, Emma is actually from New Orleans, right? Because sometimes you do destination weddings just because you want to get married mm-hmm. somewhere. But it was nice, even though it was a destination wedding for us, because, like, that's not where we live. But Emma and her family, who were so gracious, cute, like, were able to bring us in into all of the different cultural aspects yeah, of was, New Orleans. It was nice learning a lot of that culture from people right. who actually live it on a daily basis. Right, yeah. Because, I mean, even though they, you know, they technically live maybe an hour away, you know, they 
embrace they go to the city very often you know i think like they go to the city for church every sunday and you know and then they do cafe du monde which i think almost every sunday if i remember correctly which cafe du monde is where very famous place it's like the most famous place for beignets and can i eat my donuts now <laughs> yes because i already ate one so we which was funny because we obviously don't have beignets but Kelly decided to take the initiative and get us donuts <laughs> to to like kind of remind us of that time, which, okay, I think because my first exposure to beignets was through Princess and the Frog, <laughs> Princess and the Frog, which I can't wait until our Disney episode. It's coming. It's coming. Mm-hmm. But uh, and I I don't know, like what I had thought a beignet was, but I was very surprised Cause I was like, wow, it's just like empty. It's just an empty pocket of pastry. And then you just put powdered sugar on top. Like it was very simple. But you had one when we were in Disney. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we stayed at a um, New Orleans themed hotel called the French Quarter. Mm -hmm. And we'll, we'll do that in our Disney episode. But you could get them at the hotel. I wish I remembered what they were like compared to the ones that we had in New Orleans. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure the ones we had in New Orleans obviously were a lot better. Yeah. One tip from Emma's family, um, get extra powdered sugar. <laughs> they love powdered sugar. <laughs> Especially uh, oh, Emma's, Emma's sister. sister, Mary. <laughs> yeah. Which is so funny. She literally was just like eating the powdered sugar. and We were covered she's in a, it. <laughs> she's like practically an adult woman. Listen, you gotta have that sugar fix. <laughs> the yeah, coffee so, was great too. Um, yeah, the coffee was Cafe so good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was so fun. It was definitely like we waited in line for it. <laughs> we waited in line for it, but it was definitely worth it. I don't um, think we waited that long though. Yeah, we d- we didn't. It was maybe twenty minutes. <laughs> but I love that we waited in line, Melissa and I. Sorry for my full mouth of donut. Um, when we get a call. The rest of the group had already been inside. There was no need for us to wait. That's another tip. If you're at Cafe Du Monde and you just want the experience, most people are waiting to eat outside. You can go inside. Mm-hmm. Virtually no line. Virtually mm-hmm. no wait. You can also get Cafe Du Monde to go as well. True. They also have a gift shop where I brought back um, beignet mix for a friend. And it's like the legit Cafe Du Monde brand of... Did you make them yet? Do you know? I don't know. Mitchell, if you're listening, did you make your beignets? (laughs) How did they turn out? Um, Yeah, so, and then outside of that, the other thing we did, which is uh, we visited two different plantations. (laughs) The one we went to was Homas. (laughs) Homas House. Yeah, Homas. We're not saying homeless. (laughs) We're saying It's H-O-U-M-A-S. But it kind of sounds like hummus, but instead of hum, it's ho in the beginning. Hummus. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we went there, and we saw, like, the original uh, uh, Mardi Gras King costume. It was freaky. It was weird. <laughs> but it was really cool. It was a gorgeous property. And then we hit up another one, which was Oak Alley Plantation, which you've mm-hmm. probably seen pictures of, like... I looked it up specifically because I distinctly remember seeing like one of one of our back like well, we had fucking windows back in the nineties. Like I remember one of the back background pictures that you could choose was Oak Alley Plantation, mm-hmm. and I used to always think like, oh, I want to go there one day. I want to go there one day, and it was gorgeous. Definitely look it up. Um, it was also nice to get away from the hustle of the city mm-hmm. and just be out in the country right right along the mississippi yeah see Mm -hmm. that part of um louisiana Mm -hmm. also everywhere we went the film crew of what was it ncis Uh had already beat us to these places (laughs) we saw them in the city we saw them we tried to go to this one plantation no it was shut down for filming that day Uh uh-huh we we couldn't win with ncis they (laughs) they kept taking over all of our locations so yeah. that's one thing to be aware of is uh, if they're in their filming season, because I think it's based in New Orleans or, yeah, it might be just New Orleans. Mm-hmm. They will be everywhere. Mm-hmm. You can't go anywhere you want. Yeah. Yeah. 
But it was really cool. It was really cool to see that part and to see more of that part of the culture as well. Um, and actually, like, we learned a little bit about... Do you remember when we went to Homa's house that we went... Um, we learned about what they do along the Mississippi in, in New Year's where they build those, like, almost, like, story-high, like, fires. I don't recall this And they all. light them. <laughs> yeah. Well... Were you on a different tour than me? <laughs> or you just might have been paying attention. <laughs> I am a photographer. I think I've talked about this in other episodes. So sometimes when we're on these these tours and things, I'm preoccupied. So I'm not getting the same facts that Melissa's getting. <laughs> I'm a big... I, I like history as well. Like, I'm a big history buff. So I, I think I also enjoy listening to what people... The, when this tour guide is happening, I we had a very a cool tour guide though. Yeah. Like she, she was showed us a, a vampire. <laughs> yeah, she showed us a vampire slang kit. <gasps> yeah, yeah, which that was, was amazing. Cool. <laughs> there was like a lot of creepy dolls as well. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but yeah, so overall, uh, I really, really did love New Orleans. Oh wait, wait, wait! One oh. more thing on the homeless house. Oh, somebody lives there. Oh yeah, currently. Yeah, That's he's. Right. We went into his bedroom. <laughs> like a ceo of some tech company Mm -hmm. who was it i think it was the guy that when i pulled up the video was talking but what company was it oh that i don't remember like it's not um it's kevin somebody i remember she kept saying like oh yeah kevin (laughs) okay kevin just let us tour your your bedroom basically there was all this uh historic furniture and he would hide all his modern day things inside of it Mm -hmm. (laughs) so like the armoire that's like hundreds of years old held like a 27 inch tv or something like that yeah hilarious and his dog just kind of roamed the property which was so cute yeah yeah so yeah it was new orleans was so fun i really want to go down for new year's because apparently like it's one of the best places to go okay to experience new year's so we should do that one year oh my gosh i hiccups Oh my god. One thing that happened while we were there that was pretty significant. Uh, we had WrestleMania to mm-hmm. compete with. So if you have been to New Orleans, you know there's already characters there of all types because people are just wasted all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, add in thousands of wrestling fans and you have a cocktail for some pretty good people watching mm-hmm. <laughs> while you're down there. Yeah. It was, it was epic. Yeah. So... Yeah, overall, though, it was really fun. I had such a good time. It was the perfect amount of doing things and relaxing, I think. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're at almost an hour now. Well, let's shut it down. Shut it down, y'all. <laughs> Guys, we, we're never doing another podcast. I think we, uh, <laughs> we maxed it out on what we, what we did during that yeah, trip. Yeah. But I would definitely say, I would say if you are into architecture, if you're into jazz... Um, if you're into eating really good food, definitely go to New Orleans. Heck yeah. Yeah. And every time we go to the South, we always realize that the, the people are really what make the areas. You wouldn't believe just the customer service goes up, the friendliness on the street goes up. So it's just a different vibe, um, Mm -hmm. different pace if you're from up north or even on like the west coast you'll find it's a lot slower but in a good way yeah yeah it was it was really great and you know i i mean it's with obviously after you know they constantly are still feeling the effects of hurricane katrina let alone any other hurricanes that they've experienced Mm -hmm. but you know so if you can like go and support support like the local places too when you go because I remember our, our Uber driver, or Lyft, or whatever, she was talking about how, oh, yeah, like, all these places are getting bought up because the, you know, after the hurricane, these, you know, they couldn't afford to redo the building or whatever. So definitely when you go, support the local places. Like, that's, I think, really key. Yeah, and if you have the time, go ahead and, like, donate some time to some rebuilding. It's still happening. Yeah. A lot of my friends in college would donate their spring break Mm -hmm. to go down there and rebuild. Um, It was the St. Bernard Project. So I'm sure they still need people to join in and and help out. 
it always I would see their pictures and it always seemed like a great time. So I would maybe even like to go back down there and, and lend some help as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, next time, who knows? Maybe we'll talk about Denver. Maybe we'll talk about Disney. Yeah. Maybe you, we'll. Y'all ready for that Disney? I don't know. That might be a. It's like another three a month part. long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be. I don't know. Because we'll have to figure out if, are we going to divide it by trips? Or are we going to just divide it? How are we going to divide it? Yeah. We'll work on that for you all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, Andiamo. Andiamo. Shall we cheers again? Yeah, let's cheers. Andiamo, everyone. Andiamo. Adios.